Welcome to another week of Ubiquitous Methods. Hi, this is Patrick and AK. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so You're putting on your vest radio voice. I am digging that. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny. So ever since I was a teenager, I've had this deep voice and every time I'll just joke around and just go into my stadium and announcer voice. Welcome to Ubiquitous Methods. Echo, but, uh, echo, <laughs> echo. <laughs> but uh yeah. I dig yeah. It. It's been a it's been a good week. I had to buy my cousin a a new MacBook uh Air this week actually. It was Ooh. an interesting process. And uh, uh I want to tell you about it because he, my cousin actually lives in the UK. Okay. So uh, it was interesting because I had made it a challenge to myself. I wanted to pay with Apple Pay since I figured I'm buying an Apple product. How can I pay for it and ship it to the UK? And then also, I mean, there's a whole question of I'm in the U.S. Usually default shipping locations and applications are to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So how would I be able to ship to the U.K.? So after... After procrastinating for a little bit and procrastinating and then getting a text from my mom saying, hey, where's the laptop? I actually finally <laughs> went on and got to work. And uh, so what I ended up doing was I downloaded that. There's an Apple application where you can buy their products, which is pretty cool. I love that. Apple Store app is very cool. Yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, I, I went in, got the MacBook Air into the uh, into the shopping cart and then tried to ship it. And all of a sudden I noticed, hey. This is only sending it to American addresses, U.S. addresses. Mm. I cannot ship it to U.K. addresses. So question here, how can I do so? So I look into it, uh, go into my Apple settings, and finally I was able to find where I could change the, the, the country where I want to ship the, the MacBook Air to. So okay, yeah, got it, uh, got it ordered, got it uh, sent to the U.K., and I think it should arrive between a window of, of the October 14th and the 18th. So okay. we'll see when it gets there. But That's that pretty was, impressive. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. And I did pay with Apple Pay. Used my thumb. Okay. Boom. Got it uh, sent and paid for. Doesn't make you cringe a little bit. Just one little tap. And you're like, I just spent a lot of money. <laughs> I was going to get to that. That's exactly what I was going to get to next. So I saw the price. I'm like, okay, it's just in pounds. That's okay. And I did look up the, the exchange rate between pounds and dollars. Then I looked at my credit card statement and I was, or a credit card account, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I spent that much money. <laughs> <laughs> With just a little swipe of the thumb, and you're like, well, all righty then. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. That hurt a mm-hmm. little bit. <laughs> yep, yep. It ended up being over $1,600. Uh, $1, yeah. Yay, yay, Yeah. I mean, he's a college student, so I ended up getting him the three years of Apple Care. Figured, okay, okay. You know yeah. what, cousin, I want to make sure you're, you're taken care of. But yeah. then, yeah, that was 199 pounds, and the exchange rate to Ameri- between U.S. and U.K. is not forgiving. So, mm. cousin in U.K., love you. God bless that laptop, but darn it, <laughs> that cost me a lot of money. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fantastic. Did, so, did you get him an, um, an M1? Yeah, I got him the M1, so I'm really ah, excited. Good stuff. I was actually kind of jealous, and I was like, I really wish I was – buying this for myself right now because it had the m1 i got on the basics uh package mm-hmm. uh he's a student he doesn't need anything tricked out or anything like that uh, nah. it's not like graphics or anything like that so uh yeah got him the m1 with 256 uh, gigabyte hard drive eight gigs ram basic package package but yep. i mean I, i'm jealous because it has a neural a neural processor like we talked about 
a couple yes. episodes ago, and I, I think it's going to be a great, great, great tool for him in his yes. uh, academic endeavors. But um, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I, I'm curious to hear, and hopefully, cross my fingers. Do you have your iPhone 13? And I do <sighs> know that. Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Those who may have been following on Twitter, yes, I did get. A nice blue iPhone. I even have it working on cellular service with AT&T. I'm just like, wow, you know? Awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a process for sure. I mean, oh, thankfully you have it, though. So, I mean, how was the onboarding process once you, once you got the phone? Was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Man. Okay. It was... It wasn't as bad as the process to get there, but it was still a journey because it took a bit to get my watch activated. So I I was without cellular service on my watch for about a week, and that I just could. It just like you need to call AT and T. I'm like I don't want to call AT and T. Yeah. Did you get a Uh, new watch as well? No, I um I had a just uh, canceled service on my Verizon. Um, oh, you're right. And I just carried it over to AT and T. So it has the um, it has the same bands because it only uh, the watch only does LTE. It does not do 3G. So it um and LTE is across the spectrum on T Mobile, AT and T, and Verizon. It's all the same as far as I know. So uh, there may be a couple bands it doesn't support, but it's fine for my use. And um, but yeah, it didn't. Act, it had took a week before I was able to activate it. I had to make two trips to the AT&T store, um, one of which was my fault because I went in to trade in my my old phones and forgotten to erase my wife's. So I came in, they're like, okay, everything's ready to go. I'm like, sure enough. And I open up my wife's phone. I'm like, oh no, it's not erased. <laughs> <laughs> which that's not their fault. So, uh, so I had to bring it back, erase it because she didn't know her password. So I couldn't do it over the phone or whatever. So I had to bring it back, let her erase it and then bring it back to the store. And then of course they were having issues and it's like, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Finally get activated. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but it's like it was. It, it was not as easy. It wasn't super easy, but they did. AT and T did finally come through. They got us turned. Got us turned on. That's I got awesome. service. My service works where I need it to work. I'm very happy now, and I hope to never have to call AT and T again. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> yes. I know that was that was painful, but uh, oh goodness. But the yeah. phone's great, dude. I love the phone. Um, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm not going to, you know, like, we're weeks after the fact, so I'm not going right, right. to you know, make any shocking revelation or whatever. Uh, it's heavy, but honestly, I, I, I've I, gotten used to it. It, it. It's totally fine. It, I picked up my other old phone before getting ready to trade it in, and I was kind of surprised, like, wow, this thing is really light in comparison. But once you get used to it, it's fine. Wait, wait, wait. So one thing I was talking to my to my wife about today was the heaviness mm-hmm. of the phone. Do you have you have a regular iPhone, right? It's not like the Pro or Pro Plus. I got the Pro, so I purchased the Pro. Um, gotcha. I had the uh, the regular eleven before, so just the standard eleven before. So, when aluminum to steel. Okay. Yeah, so it is heavier then. It seems like because we, mm-hmm. we were talking about it, and she actually held it in her hand because she was talking to a coworker because mm-hmm. we're, we're we're going to get the iPhone thirteen around December. Okay. And, oh, good. Uh, Exciting. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna upgrade with you. You too, but uh, yeah, woo, iPhone brother buddies <laughs> right yes, here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was uh, gonna say that. I'm like, is that weird? I don't know if it's weird. And he no, said, I'm like, I right, perfect. Nope, it's yeah, not weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna get the phone, and uh, she so she carried it, and she's and she, her comment was, it's heavy. Yes, I wasn't expecting it to be this heavy. So it's surprising to hear you say it too, because at first I was just thinking, oh, maybe the person just got the biggest 
version of the iPhone. Yeah. But if the, if the Pro is heavy too, then that's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got the regular Pro, and but honestly, I got used to it. Like the first, my first, my first initial impression was this is heavy. This is really heavy. Mm-hmm. But I use it a day, and it's fine. And I've got like I have to manage the weight on the phone because my hands will get sore. Because I mentioned before, I have to deal with the RSI issues, and my hands will get kind of tingly and numb if I do a lot of fine movements. And yeah. weight is a big deal. And it's been fine. Like, honestly, I, I, I've, I don't even notice it. I, it still feels substantial, but I don't pick it up and like, Oh, you know, or like after text for a while, my hand doesn't really hurt. So it, it's, it's totally acceptable. I, I, I like it. And honestly, the physical size is slightly smaller than the yeah. 11 that I was coming from. Um, because the, how the corner, how everything rounds off and it's like flat edges instead of rounded. Uh-huh. Um, it, it feels a little bit smaller in the hand actually. So I'm, I've been, I've been happy with it. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm glad. Have you taken yeah. any pictures yet or any video yet? Or um, I've messed with the video a little bit. The cinematic mode is actually surprisingly really cool. Um, oh, okay. I've Yeah, I played with it with my boys, and they're running around, you know, like little boys do, and it, it actually was pretty fun. I had a couple times doing a video, and they'll be popping in and out of frame, and the focus moving along with them, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to use it a lot because I'd rather have the higher quality 4K, but... If I'm trying to do something funny or dramatic, I could see playing with that and having a good time with it. Not unlike portrait mode, but um, okay. the ca- the camera itself is so cool. I actually love the macro mode. Um, I've been taking all kinds of little pictures. I posted a couple things up on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. The focus is a little hard to get right if you're zooming way in, but I got some pretty cool. It almost looks like a little magnifying glass in some ways. Like I zoomed way in on some leaves and a snail shell and whatever. There's just some really cool stuff in there. I, I'm enjoying that and playing with the photo styles is really cool. I want to mess with that some more um, because sometimes the color feels off and I want to play with it a little bit. But like I took a couple pictures of of uh, the sky, so like had a tree and then the sky in the background and the sky looked almost painted in a couple that whenever I messed with the photographic styles as opposed to the um, the regular standard iPhone style. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what I how I had it picked, but I thought it looked I thought it looked pretty neat, but my wife was like, mm, this looks almost fake and it's like overly processed and that would surprise mm. me and I started looking at it and I'm like, mm, maybe so. Yeah. And then I went so I want to mess with it a little bit more. Um, I'm not a super ca- good camera critic, but the 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 the, uh, the standard iPhone style is still really good. I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. Well, I mean, it's not to be too general right now, but I mean, for between myself and my wife, I am more of like I took a picture. It looks good. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. She's more of no. You gotta go over here, gangle it a little bit. Make sure you come down a little bit, kneel down a little bit, hun. And then, okay, awesome. Good lighting. She's got an eye for it. Oh, yeah, she does. She yeah. does. She, uh, it was funny because uh, uh, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the whole term Instagram boyfriend. But uh, Instagram boyfriends are the boyfriends who are, you see uh, the, the the gals who are, or the SO significant others who are mm-hmm. taking poses and posting on Instagram and like magnificent poses in the mm-hmm. water, looking up at the sky twirling your hair around in the air. <laughs> and then you see someone taking a picture, that's the Instagram boyfriend right there. Just the person ah, in the water. Ah, okay. <laughs> so gotcha. We went to uh, Asia a couple of years ago while we were dating. And um, as we were in Asia, it was raining, and I was on mm-hmm. the ground, laying down, like crouching, crouching up like that, 
taking uh-huh. a picture of her, and everyone was looking at me, and they're like, what the heck is this guy doing? <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know what? I hate taking pictures, but for her, I love it. So Absolutely. I'm do it. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I was an Instagram boyfriend at that moment. But uh, it's funny because normally I'm just I'm horrible. I I will admit I'm horrible at taking pictures. So I'm pretty yeah. sure once I get the iPhone 13, I'm just gonna take a picture and say, "Hey, it looks good to me." She's going to say, "Okay, let me me- mess around with the modes. Let me do this. Let me see this. Let me see that." So it's gonna be interesting. Well. You're coming from a front-facing camera on your six or six or success, right? <laughs> yeah, so success. I, I think you're gonna you're gonna step up and be like, "Wow, this is such a good upgrade." Because like <laughs> the success camera, it's you know the front-facing camera wasn't great, but you know, the back camera is totally fine. It's uh, totally fine for the time, totally acceptable. But, but that that jump, especially up to eleven and then you know twelve and thirteen have been steady increases. You're gonna be like, "Wow, this is a, even." Because I've Apple and all the smartphone companies do such a great job of just making it dummy proof. Like like point camera, take picture, oh wow, it looks great. You know, they yeah. do such a good job now. Yeah. And I think you're gonna be pretty impressed. You, like it doesn't you don't have to have much of an eye for photography to be able to get some really good pictures out of it. Well, that's exciting. I could just mm-hmm. put away my uh my Nikon and never use it again then. <laughs> oh man. It's way lighter than a Nikon. I mean, even even though the iPhone is pretty heavy, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. li- yeah. lighter than a Nikon. Yeah, um, yeah. No, yeah. it's funny because I was taking pictures as I, uh, I was editing this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I took my Nikon with me to take some pictures okay. so for promotional sakes and sake or whatnot. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it'd be great to just say, "Hey, let me carry my iPhone," and that's it. But uh, yeah. it's funny because I really need to find a way to supply my habit right now. I want to buy the iPhone 13 ASAP, which I will do in a little bit. I want to buy the Apple MacBook uh, Air because I bought it for my cousin. And mm-hmm. that looked magnificent. I want to mm-hmm. buy the Surface Pro because that looked great. Mm-hmm. And the MacBook Pros, it looks like there might be some new MacBook Pros coming out yes. this, next week. We got an announcement coming on Monday. Yes, I did. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. I was yeah. thinking we might be able to talk about that, but by the time we record next, it's going to be pretty old news. So we'll get to just be able to talk about the release maybe. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm excited for the event. I think it'll be fun to check it out and see see what happens and listen to all my various podcasters talk about it. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm looking forward to that event too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was surprised by that, be, uh, to be honest, because I was just watching a news cycle last week and last week was a lot about Facebook and their outage. And then... Seriously? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, Twice. Well, twice. Yeah, that was interesting. So let me tell you a little bit about that because I had some – so in my industry, as an engineer and engineering manager, Mm -hmm. uh, I had to actually read up about the the, what we call RCA, root cause analysis. And it looks like what happened was uh, an engineer made an update and – uh, for some reason, it just kind of uh, it, it, it it has some errors in it, and it just brought down the whole system, and brought oh, down no. something called DNS, which is domain name servers, which mm-hmm. are pretty much your address book for the internet. So it was crazy because they actually have good practices in place where they try to safeguard their changes, but apparently this was uh that safeguard failed, and then oh, also no. the safeguard blocked them from making the proper fixes uh, proper fixes in time so that caused the outage um, if you go to the Facebook engineering blog they actually mm-hmm. have uh, two blog posts about this so it was okay. pretty interesting to read about but yeah that was crazy because last week uh, just reading about that and listening to all the news 
on one mm. end, everyone is saying, oh, let's go on Twitter. I'm, I can't get out to Instagram or Facebook, so let's go on Twitter and talk about how we can't get yeah. out to Facebook and Instagram. And then uh, there's the other side of that where I'm on a, on a tech side and they're, we're like, okay, so we, uh, we better not mess up like this. So what can we learn about this? Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to learn about that and see what they did. But I mean, at the end of the day, things like that are bound to happen. You try to make something that's secure and reliable sure. and it's going to happen. And, and you got literally case, billions of people using it too. It's it's impossible for somebody not to make a mistake because Facebook's a big company. They got a lot of people. That's a lot of people who can just accidentally hit the wrong thing. I know they got a lot of, you know, a lot of safeguards like you talk about, but that's still, it only takes as, as, as displayed here, only one or two people to make an oopsie to, yeah. <laughs> to, to cost um, Facebook a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's funny because luckily I don't think it was an intern this time, and there's a running joke well, in the good. industry. Yeah, because that intern would have got fired pretty quickly. Oh man, would he? But yeah, I understand. Like uh, apparently they had to send a bunch of people to data farms to actually physically turn them back on. It was you know, it was such a big deal that they couldn't just like do a remote in. They had to like okay, I guess we're driving to wherever in India, and I don't know if that's an actual place, but go go to India and turn flip and hit the power switch. We got to send a whole bunch of people out to do this, and I'm like, good gracious, that's crazy town. Yeah. And that's the security. Those are the security measures I was talking sure. about. Because, and that uh, makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. You don't want just somebody to be able to go, you know, you don't want just AK in his, ba- in his basement to hike in and be like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if Facebook went down for five hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. I took Facebook <laughs> down by myself. What's going on, you guys? Yeah, time to record a podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy because, uh, uh, so, I mean, it, it's like, uh, I don't know, uh, on Netflix, there's there's a new show called The Billion Dollar Game, which okay. kind of goes into uh, Google's background with uh a, with Google Earth and a dispute behind Google Earth because there's another product called TerraVision that was created around 1995 by two oh, really? German developers or two German uh, entrepreneurs actually, mm-hmm. and uh, it talks about the lost the lawsuit that ensued after the fact because TerraVision claimed that they created Google Maps or Google Earth first before mm. google earth came out so it was interesting uh yes the reason why i bring that up is because the group of developers were actually our hacker group they were the they, they hack people and they were known to be uh a thorn in the side of the german uh state which is really yeah so it's interesting hackers they love to just cause trouble but they can make money yes. sometimes too <laughs> yeah yeah but, uh, that's interesting but, yeah but anyway going back to the point yeah facebook i mean yeah, they actually had to go to the physical location and bring it back up, and that was wow. It's, it's interesting. I mean, you would hope that you never have to do that, but that's what had to happen this time around. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but, uh, could, couldn't happen to a nicer group of folks, I guess. You know, I don't, you know, I don't wish <laughs> ill on anybody, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twitter yeah. got some action. Yeah, I saw uh, their their brand tweeting on was on point. Like, hello, fifty new million, fifty nine million new people. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. up? <laughs> yeah, we never... brands chatting was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny as heck. I love mm-hmm. it. I love Twitter for that. Twitter's always yeah. a backup because yep, yep. Uh, I mean, whenever Reddit goes down or something else goes down, I always go to Twitter. I'm just like, okay, I'm bored. Let me go mm-hmm. to Twitter again. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that it's always there. Seems like it's always reliable. But I think it's yeah. just like that because. I don't know. Good for them. Good to their yep. SRE team. But uh, yeah, how uh, how was your week overall beyond uh, the new iPhone 13? Well, once uh, I settled in all my AT&T drama, um, 
it's week's been pretty good otherwise it's been pretty quiet you know just getting trying to get some work done and all this kind of stuff and you know been following some some tech news and and you know i was thinking about it today i was like you know what this will actually be our first episode where we don't have a major event tent polling it this will be kind of what we envision the show to be talking uh, you know about some interesting news articles you know tech related and otherwise um so i was like oh i'm kind of excited to get into it a little bit so this will be uh this will be fun yeah um yeah so yeah wait for that yeah. Well, hey, why don't we just dive right in? <laughs> dive right in. Here we go. Which yeah. one do you want to talk about first? Because I see a very interesting list of topics that we both read. And yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I guess probably taking it from the top, honestly, I, I thought uh, this interesting article on Tom's Guide talking about... So this is the Apple search engine, correct? Like Correct. Uh, yeah. That was interesting to read because uh, it, it's it's funny I mean, if you think about how a lot of companies make money it's through search engines, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it's not necessarily just because you can find things pretty quickly, but the fact that yeah. you can you get patterns, you get data about what people are looking for, you can even get it nail it down to particular areas, particular people, particular individuals, classes, I mean, uh, religions, things like that. So yeah. that's very interesting to see that uh, that might be the master plan for Apple. But what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that I'll be honest with you. I, I feel like I'm not saying Apple wouldn't do it. Apple already plays in search, though. I mean, they have Spotlight. They invented desktop search, and 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 they dabble in you know giving you search results on the web whenever you're you know doing spotlight on your iphone and that kind of stuff so they already dabble in it but my understanding is the bulk of that is powered by google and google according to this article and you know it's no no secret that they you know google pays apple a lot of money like 18 billion with a b dollars a year to be apple search engine yeah so Clearly, there's money to be had there. Apple and Google are very interested in in using that. So, I would say, you know, if Apple could do it, they would. But also, they're very concerned about privacy. So, I I don't know. I I don't know. How, well, but you know, they've done they've done all kinds of stuff without while skirting privacy. So maybe there's ways that they can make it work. But you know, part of the reason why Google Search is so good is because they know you. <laughs> they yeah. know what you're looking for. Yeah. So. You know that that's how they that's how they make it work. So I don't know. I I would lean towards I'd be surprised, but it doesn't mean they won't. Yeah, I I'm leaning towards I wouldn't be surprised, but it'd be interesting to see how they play it. And the reason yeah. why I say that is that any company that is public, their main goal is to make money. And if they wanted to make their own money, I think this is a this is a play in the right direction. Now the problem is you have competitors such as Bing, Google. DuckDuckGo, uh, and and those are the biggest ones. I mean, if yeah. you, you had Yahoo in the past. Yahoo's still there, but it's not as big as it used to be. Bless their hearts. Yeah, bless their hearts. <laughs> Tumblr, <laughs> Yahoo, rest yeah. in peace. You guys, you guys were awesome back in the day. It's funny, too, because I was thinking about when I was a teen, I used to always go to Yahoo. Yahoo was my mm-hmm. first go-to. you go to like a a certain category, look that up, and just look up the different websites that would be listed under, under that category. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was great because you, I just get new information for days on that. It was my, it was my Wikipedia before Wikipedia, and mm-hmm. I read it before Reddit. So I loved Yahoo News. I thought they had great, great news, and 
um, I, I used their email for years and years and years. Um, and finally moved on to, to other things last year, I think, but I've been with Yahoo forever and mostly cause they had the most storage, but yeah, it's interesting how the, the tech can go away, but yeah. I would think one argument in favor of Apple potentially doing their own search engine would be, I never would have thought they would have done their own maps. And they, sure enough, basically at surprise said, we don't need Google Maps. Uh, here's here's Apple Maps. And granted, it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they still did it. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, and that's the issue because I don't know about you, but whenever I get a new phone or get a new mobile device, one of the first things I do is I download Google Chrome and use mm-hmm. that instead of, so far really yeah um okay. so i mean that's my personal preference i'm not sure and i'll be very interested to see the market share mm-hmm. between safari and google chrome and opera and other browsers mm-hmm. but for me personally i like google chrome because i mean i mean we talked about this in the past mm-hmm. but when it comes to evil overlords in the in the tech industry and uh whether i should go with apple facebook or google Apple and Google are my two, like, okay, you know what? Take my information. I'm okay. Yep. Uh, yep. Apple first, Google second. and Because mm. Google, just for the fact that you can't really get away from Google. I mean, you nah. can't really get away from a Gmail account. So No. And I mean, I mean, and Google search is really good. I mean, I've tried using Bing for, because I, I'm kind of a Microsoft fanboy. I really am. I talked about Windows Phone before, and I've tried to use Bing, and they have the Bing Rewards, which is pretty cool, and I'm a sucker for, will you pay me to search? Absolutely. But Bing yeah. just isn't very good. Like, it's okay for some stuff, but one thing that Google does really well is, on top of giving you really good results most of the time, um, it does a really good job of making the results that you want very readable. I've noticed yeah. when I've searched with Bing, like it may give me the same results as Google or very similar results, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, maybe they don't, the way they bolder, the way they lay the page out, it's not immediately, it doesn't jump out at you because Google immediately, it's like, all right, I need to click this thing. It doesn't, it's, and it's not always the ad either. It just like, here, click this article. It's the one you want. And they just lay it out in a way that's really easy to read. And Bing, it just looks like a bunch of text on a white background. And it just kind of like, what, what am I reading? What is this? I don't know. So Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I tried to use Bing back in the day, and it just never worked out well for me. It was always a no. pain in the butt. And I was just like, darn, I mean, come on. I I, I wish this was a little bit easier for us to use. But, yeah. yeah, Google is just intuitive. For me, I I think my favorite part of Google is the fact that sometimes it's just intuitive for me in the sense that it will complete a sentence for me. It will kind of mm-hmm. complete my train of thought and allow me to search against that. And then pretty much within the first page – Boom! I find what I'm looking for, and it's mm. it's just quick like that. Whereas Bing, I might go to the second, third, fourth page. Darn! I still haven't found it yet, but I I know it's somewhere around here. And, and I'm uh, getting to the nether regions of the internet. I don't want to be here. Exactly. <laughs> <I wanna> back... <laughs> this what is this? Very scary. This doesn't look like it. I didn't say anything about pickles. I don't know why there's yeah. pickles here. I'm I'm out. No. Why do I see <laughs> keep on seeing GCMA at the bottom yeah. of the website? <laughs> What's all like that it. about? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's funny. It just gets into the dark regions, and I, I mm-hmm. just I just can't stand it. But yeah, I I think I think Apple should do it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I have a really big feeling that it's going to end up like Apple Maps in the sense that Google's just yeah. way too far ahead. I mean, yeah. It just yeah. depends on how they do it, I guess. And as long as they give me choice, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I, 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 think that would be the bigger thing is if they say you don't need 
you don't need Google search. You need Apple search. Like, no, I don't. Leave me alone. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Don't take away my search. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy. Yeah. Because, I mean, because Apple will make it better. Because, honestly, if you haven't used Apple Maps in a long time, it's actually really good. And it's way smoother and faster than Google Maps on an iPhone nowadays, honestly. Um, And so it depends on where you're searching. I know people's mileage may vary. But, honestly, I have not gotten bad directions in a very long time i i I use it because it's just easy and it's there and i like the integration with siri and so you know yeah it's funny because when i need to integrate it with my my apple watch Mm -hmm. apple maps is awesome it's great yes it it gives it'll tap you when you got your directions and all that stuff it's really cool yeah yeah it's pretty it's it's pretty awesome so i love that about apple watch and apple maps uh, which, uh, I mean, of course, Google Maps is never going to do that on Apple Watch because Apple's no. never going to let them do so. But, I mean, beyond that, I, 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 I love Google Maps. It's just my go-to. Uh, the sure. only thing that I don't have that's Google on my phone are the Google Search apps because I already have Chrome. So why install yeah. Google Search? And then also uh, Gmail because I like Apple's native mail mm-hmm. application better, in my opinion. Yeah, so, I agree. I think it's prettier. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see, but it's that was interesting to read. I I I was like, okay, we'll see about that. Uh, that might be something to come back to in a couple of years and say, hey, they they were they were right about that or they were wrong about that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, wh- I have a related thing really quick that I did not put in the topic list. Oh, okay. I don't know if you if you I don't know if you saw it talked about any, but um, I I almost put it in the topic list. I don't know why I didn't, but I saw where. A senior engineer at Google, they've been talking about, um, because for years, I'm not sure if you knew about this, but essentially they wrote their own design language for their iPhone apps to try and make it feel more like Android on your iPhone. And so, and they really worked hard on it. And a lot of Apple people, which who use a lot of Google, were very unhappy. Not not Apple employees, <laughs> but people who use iPhones and yeah. you know using their Google stuff. Like, what is this? This isn't like my iPhone. Why is it doing these things? These swipes aren't doing what they should, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, Google essentially are saying, no, 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 you're going to make this like an Android. And basically, they're relenting on that and they're saying, no, we're going to start using these built-in iPhone things because iPhone give or Apple gives you. Um, tools because they want it to work like they want their apps to work relatively uniformly across uh their the different applications they want it to feel similar and so they make apis and defaults for that to work and google said no we're not using those yeah (laughs) but now but now they have started say they're going to start using that so i would feel like that um it's going to start to make your Google apps work better in iPhone because it's going to use more of the, of the built in features as opposed to trying to reinvent the wheel. So I feel like people like you who are much more heavy Google users are going to end up being a lot happier potentially. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? The funny thing about that, what you just said is that was very apparent all these years. For some reason, every time I use a Google application on an iPhone, it always or but like iPad was, or anything else. Yeah. 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 It was weird. It was just I, I was just like, why am I trying to use a Google product on an app? It just didn't seem to gel too well. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that does improve the experience for people who like to use Google applications on Absolutely. Apple products because I mean it's funny because I, I feel like in the in the tech industry in Silicon Valley there's a lot of uh eagle or there's a lot of uh pride in their product and they want to do it their way. 
rightfully so. I mean, I mean, I get that, especially you got a company like Google who has their own design languages and they have their own operating systems and stuff. And, you know, maybe people coming from Android to iPhone, and they want them maybe to feel a little bit more at home or maybe pull the iPhones like, hey, wouldn't you like to, you know, we, you could have a whole operating system that works like this, you know? So I can, yeah. I can understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, but why don't you think that we'll have like a, a, like a testing group or something just to say, mm-hmm. hey, how do you like this? And that group would just be honest and say, hey, this thing sucks. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> I like this better. I like Apple better. Why don't yeah. you just do it like that? I mean, why don't I, you think that they had groups like that? I would imagine so, honestly. And I would imagine that there there are probably people who are really into one or the other and, and are messaging and like, why is this app work like this? I don't like it. Or it doesn't feel like the rest of the operating system. But I hope what I hope for is that it would make um, make, make Google take advantage of more of the features built in Apple. Like, for example, I'm not sure if you're aware on iPad, you can, on several applications, you can do duplicates of apps, like a desktop operating system, but you can run two instances of Safari, you can run two instances of different Apple apps and other things, but so there are times when I'm working on two Google Docs, and you know what I can't open two instances of? Two Google Docs. So I can't do a Google Doc over here and a Google Doc over here, and so I'm hoping that they'll start to take advantage of this, because this has been an ipad os for three four years yeah you know uh and so i would really hope that because of that they'll because of their maybe not admitting defeat but maybe them embracing some of those features that they'll actually bring some of that over to iphone yeah and ipad and all that would be great but that would make we'll sense. Think maybe. yeah yeah but you know it'd be interesting because a lot of these applications they have their own developer teams so that will have to come from the yeah. the, the apps uh the app uh, google apps head to say, hey, we're going to make this mandated and standardized across the board for all applications, Gmail, oh, Calendar, uh, Docs, Sheet, uh, anything. But yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll see what happens with that. Curious question. Mm-hmm. What product that any one of the big four or five companies do best would you hope that someone else would take care of? Like, for example, okay. uh, search engines are Google's thing. So you would probably want Apple to take care of it because they do better with privacy. Or mm-hmm. making a cell phone is Apple's thing. You would hope that Facebook would do that because you would want that to be integrated with Instagram better. Mm-hmm. Okay. What like which product would you hope that you could just bring over to another company to see mm-hmm. how they could execute? Uh, well, I know what I want. It's already happened before. I would love for Microsoft to get back in the phone game again and and it. really give it their <laughs> all. You know, they yeah. won't do it. But they did such a good job. Like, I want them to do that, and I want them to maybe hire Apple's marketing team to to sell it. And and get with all the influencers and get with people. Because, honestly, I would love – because the proposition that Microsoft gave, they didn't do a great job selling it, but they had a really good proposition of, hey, we're going to make things very Apple-like. We're going to make things – uniform across various pieces of hardware but it's going to be android like and that if you want a four inch phone or a five inch phone or a phone with a million cameras or or a plastic phone or a metal phone or whatever you can get all these choices like an android phone mm-hmm. but you can get a, a software experience that's uniform across most of them you know the, you know that if you want to get a great camera you can work on this can you can do this you know, they gave you lots of choice yeah. And kind of really did a good job of splitting Android and splitting Apple, and then 
making it good. And I feel like there is room for that there because there are people that like Android, but it's you know too much. It's too fiddly, too fussy, and they don't like it. It's like I just want my phone to work. And then there's people that maybe a little more like us are like I like iPhone, but I would. I'm also I feel sometimes a little trained down. I like a little more freedom, a little more customization. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, if you want to customize, you got four color options. That's it. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> so, or if you if you want to go crazy, you can put a sticker on it. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, on, on your thousand dollar phone, you know, yeah. it's like ah, I'm good. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I know. I think that frustrates me about the iPhone or iPad yeah. the most is the lack of customization. And I fully agree yeah. with you. I, I it's funny because as soon as I asked that question, I almost knew what you were going to answer. Because I know yep. your love for the Windows Phone and Windows Man. products. <laughs> and you, you would just love that. You would just love if they did that. Uh, I'm I, also I, not I very have... creative, so, you know, take an oh. idea that already happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you don't tr- succeed at first, try it again. So That's let's, right. Let's hope the third time's again. a charm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe the fourth time, too, because I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm going to fail this time again. But we'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm similar. I would love yeah. to merge the iPad and Surface Pro into a single device. And Ooh. the hardware what would, from the, what would be different? What would you think? What would you want to be different? I would want the hardware from the Surface Pro because I love the hardware. Kickstand, kickstand, USB ports, yeah. uh, just the screen, just everything that it has with it. But then the operating system would be iOS. So, really? Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So touch first. Yeah. Touch first. Yeah. Okay. Touch first iOS, but then also with the ability to kind of make it a little bit more, for lack of a better way to put it windows e yeah in the sense that you could actually open up applications type something okay. in that is a little bit more native and intuitive with uh, like a like more familiar to like a, a laptop approach as opposed to a, a, a touchpad or uh, a tablet approach but so which company that. would you have building it you'd have microsoft building the ipad replacement or how would you who would you have building uh make, creating this product that's a fictionally good speaking question yeah. i i i think Similar to you, I would bring over the Apple folks to Microsoft. Okay. I feel okay. like Microsoft, they have great execution mm-hmm. in most areas, except they for... They have bad messaging. Yeah, bad messaging, horrible messaging. It's almost like they just don't realize that they're entered into the 21st century. You remember, their, you remember their initial Xbox unveil back in the day, Xbox One? You remember no, how bad that was? No, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Like, like so... The, it was they they released an incredible product mm-hmm. they were going to make it where you could share games with like 10 people they were going to do all kinds of really cool stuff all kinds of really cool uh integration into your tv um, like with your television service and all this kind of stuff they, it was going to be like a built-in tivo and a gaming machine and uh, like a digital first really cool machine but they bungled the messaging on it like you have to have um hundred percent of the time internet connection you have to have connect like you have to have these things and people threw a wall-eyed fit (laughs) and they and they they just like i don't have internet connection i don't want connect i don't let it and 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 microsoft's like no you're gonna do it you know basically they're like no no it has to happen you got to do this and they they just like really cross their arms are like no you're gonna you're gonna do it you're gonna like it and then it comes out and then nobody's happy about it and then and then you kind of start thinking about the features like you know it'd actually be really nice if i could play these games with my friends and bring that over to my friend's house and yeah kind of nice <laughs> if i could do this this and this and i think they also were maybe potentially gonna nuke uh used games i think that may have been some people who are who were having trouble with that and so yeah all of that came to be and and i mean 
I mean, honestly, I think that's a big reason why Microsoft is struggling even today with their Xbox because they do a really cool job with their Xbox. But you know, PlayStation got the gamers' mind share, and they're like, "Hey, he, he's like, you know, what we do we make we make a gaming console. Yeah, you can watch a movie on it, but we make a gaming console. That's what we're here for. You know, yeah, that nothing fancy here. It's a game console. You know, watch TV. Why would you want to watch TV on your game console? We're here to play games. <laughs> and yeah, well, you know, the funny thing about Microsoft though is. So Apple, when I think about Apple, I think cult following. I think like I'm a fanboy. Drapes, yeah, fanboy. <laughs> drapes hood, like humming. Hum. It's like mm. that's Apple right there. <laughs> when I think about Microsoft, <laughs> I think more business people, more like mm-hmm. one plus one equals two. Da 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 da. So it's interesting because I feel like with that approach, and I, now that you, re- you brought that back to my memory, I'm, I remember that. And another issue with the Xbox was that they had HD DVD, and mm-hmm. Sony was going with Blu-ray, and uh, it was one of those things where uh, I felt like they were trying to be too—they were ahead of their time, but they're trying a little bit too hard and banking too much on their name and notoriety, where mm-hmm. they can't really do that because this is a new space. Uh, Apple, they could do that in the mobile or just in general because. If you think about it, back in the day, they were more about aesthetics. They're more about pleasing people, making it easy for people to use technology. That was yes. their messaging. So that and it that, still is. I mean, like, like you, know, you know, this is a PC. This is a whatever. You know, they're all about making things easier. And yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's just make, making it easy, making it accessible for everybody. Yes. And uh, Microsoft was more about like, hey, we have this big cluster of people in the business world who uses. Microsoft or Microsoft Windows NT, Windows 2000, server software, and we're trying to break into consumer software beyond operating systems because they're yeah. big in operating systems. They had the Pilot and the Windows CE operating system. I don't know if you remember that, but that was their operating system for tablets back in the day. And then, um, yeah, that that wasn't that good. And all of a sudden, it ended up just like. Uh, it, it, they try to bre- the enter like use that energy in in the Xbox world, and I, I think it just yeah. end up well because gamers are cult like as well. They love yes. to be in a cult. Oh, they yes. love to be in their groups. So if you don't appeal to that the masses like that, then you're gonna fail. And Microsoft doesn't fit cult unless you're Steve Ballmer, but that's Steve Ballmer. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. Developers, developers, developers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you ever go back and watch his videos from back in the day when he was at his like Microsoft conferences? He was very intense. And yeah. you know, but he he owns the Clippers now, I think, right? Yeah, Is that, he does. Think, yeah. Yeah. I, I can imagine. I mean, honestly, I don't know him that well, or I don't know basketball that well, but him owning a sports team, that makes sense. I could see him running around. It's like, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah. You'll see him on the sidelines <laughs> dancing around when they make a shot, like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's uh... – Oh, to have that enthusiasm, right? It's like it's like I wish my dad would be that enthusiastic yeah. when Freddie. <laughs> I know, I know. I wish my dog would be that enthusiastic when I get home. Oh my gosh! It just my okay. dog just looks at me and it looks back down like, "Oh, you're back." Whatever. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I, I didn't know you left. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna feed me yet or what? <laughs> yeah. I'll come back. Come back when the food bowl's full. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. No. It's uh. I feel like uh, there are several cult-like companies out there. I feel like Apple's yep. like that. 
Yeah. I feel like I don't know if Sony falls under that because of the PlayStation, but I feel like it's just more Walkmans, gamers. man. People still swear by those Walkmans even today. That like the the audio files, they love them some Sony Walkman. Oh yeah, that's true. That is another mm. cult following. And their cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. What about Polaroids? Do you think that's cult like? I feel like that's not as much. Maybe back in the day, I would I would say there's definitely like a more niche following there potentially, but. Yeah, there's people that love them so many cameras. I hear people talk about the various RX7, you know, whatever, R Mark something. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not super into cameras, but uh, yeah. people love them some Sony cameras. And they do take good pictures from what I can tell. So, yeah, so, yeah. Good on they, you, Sony. <laughs> yeah, good, good on you guys. Good, good job. Tesla. Uh, that's uh, another big one that came to mind as well. That's a pro level segue, my friend. Pro <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah. I know that was a r- nice roundabout way to c- coming to that topic. I liked topic. it. <laughs> I liked it. And now we're podcasters. And we start pointing out our segues. I like it. This is yeah, even better. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But go ahead. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I. This is just more of an interesting thing. Um. You know the those who may be aware that Tesla just released their like superhuman plaid model S. I, we may have even talked about it on this very program. I don't recall. But yeah. the 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 crazy thing has a. 1.9 9 0 to 60 i mean just incredibly fast really you know really really crazy uh, among the fastest cars in the world um and people generally really love it except it's got a funky yoke steering wheel so instead of having a true circular steering wheel it's kind of a square shape and most of the reviewers are like yeah this is all great except the steering wheel sucks but this article posted by Tesserati um, noted a YouTuber who I actually love. I watched all of his videos for years. Um, uh, MKBHD, uh, he does a lot of tech, but he really started talking about Tesla a while back, and he bought a Plaid Model S, and he made a tweet and said after about 6,700 miles, he is actually really liking the yoke, and he's not sure he would actually take the steering wheel if he was given the choice, he he actually seems to prefer the yoke now, which is surprising because he did he did he did beat on it pretty hard on this video. Um, yeah, and so I I was surprised by the tweet and I'm like, oh wow, interesting. I I, I drive with my hand on the top of the wheel I, I, a lot of the time. I'm not I'm not like really low riding or whatever, but that's just kind of where my hand rests naturally, and I don't know how I could get used to it. I, and, like, doing all the handover movements to do a turn, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how I could, but, yeah. you know, uh, good on him. I, I don't know. What, what would you think? Do you have any I, thoughts I on that? Yeah, no, I was thinking about that because I'm a big... Uh... I like to think of a car, race car driver at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> but in all seriousness... Uh, I'm like you, so I usually drive with my hand on the top of the steering wheel mm-hmm. and with one hand. So having to have two hands on the sides or one hand on the side, I kind of keep control or that on way. on the bottom, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I think it's going to take, take some getting used to. I mean, usually it's interesting because I'm pretty sure that they did a re- – uh, like Tesla did their research and mm-hmm. said, hey, this is probably a good approach to the steering wheel because it's going to, I don't know why, but it's probably going to be better with respect to handling and whatnot. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of fits more of a race car mode and it makes you feel like you're in a race car. I think Elon uh, just likes it. <laughs> yeah. But that might be it as well. I mean, he, he owns the company so he could do what he wants to do with He's it. He's very opinionated. He is yeah. very opinionated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, 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 I probably wouldn't like it. I, I probably would st- steer away from that. Yeah. Uh, ha. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
Did it? Yeah, it's a it's a good joke day today. It's, I feel I feel like I'm in a joking mood. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I like. You know, it's funny because Teslas, as prestigious as they are, and I see them all over where I live at. I can imagine like, you being in California. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Tesla City. It's Tesla State. I mean, the other day I saw two Teslas that were funky color. Uh, one of them had like this weird tie dye color, and another that one sounds had sounds sick. Yeah, that one was that one was pretty cool. The other one had kind of like a chrome color, which could blind mm-hmm. you in the sun. Yeah, so, sunny was, California chrome car. I yeah, I can't see what could possibly go wrong. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's like a if you see like a puddle of oil and you see all all the different colors, it was like that. But uh, <laughs> nice. yeah, it, it was it, it was a little bit much. But uh, yeah, I I feel like people are just gonna go for it because it it's a Tesla cult out here. People mm-hmm. love their Teslas. And yeah. I feel like they're going to swear by it. They love making all the money off the stock over the last year and a half. And they're just going to say, hey, you know what? Elon's the man. Whatever he wants, he gets, even if they don't <laughs> like it. So Yeah, because uh, they're worth more yeah. than any other car company at this point. So they can do whatever they want. The, the biggest dollar amount because of, of their valuation, I think, they're, which is crazy. Yeah. So good on them, I guess. Yeah, I I want to test. I'll be honest. I, I do. I, I don't I want to. Ask. I don't want a yoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want a truck. I want a truck really bad. Oh, um, okay. And I'm really going back and forth between the cyber truck and the and the lightning. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not to the point of wanting to buy one yet. In the next probably in the next two to three years, I'll be in the market. But um, that that lightning looks nice. Um another mkbhd video where they did a a car trip a car trip a uh road trip i'm like what's what is the word road trip they did a yeah. road trip with their <laughs> with their tesla and a ford uh, uh a not a lightning but the uh, mach e that other electric vehicle of theirs mm-hmm. they did a, a road trip and that mach e road trip part was a disaster oh. i was it, it kind of scared me off the lightning i'm not sure so i'm, I'm i've warmed up to it again so i'm not totally sure which direction i'll go but Got a lot of time, long time to decide. Would you consider the Rivian truck? I like the Rivian, but it's expensive. It, I mean, they're all they're all expensive. But the yeah. Rivian is even more so, and I like the idea with it being a little smaller truck. And since I do drive a lot, you know, in town, um, and it still tows pretty good, so I, I'm I would I would consider it. I would consider it, um, depending on how the range goes and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, since the Lightning and the Cybertruck are both a good bit cheaper. I would really lean more towards those, but I could be convinced on the Rivian if, um, you know, because having a smaller truck is easier to park, and um, if you get similar pulling capabilities, there's certainly something to be said for that. And and the little cooking kitchens and features yeah. that you can get with the Rivian look really cool. So um, I'm I'm open. Yeah, the, the Rivian. It was interesting because I'm a big avid hiker and a backpacker. So yeah. Okay. They got me. Oh, there. that'd be up your mile. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the, I I just love that, and I was I was just like, dude, I kind of want that vehicle. But uh, I agree with you. I think it's interesting because, especially here in California, there's a mandate to have only electric cars sold here. I think by 2030 or 2035. Mm-hmm. So pretty soon here on out, we're not going to be able to buy any cars that are not, that are not electric. At least and, not in state, yeah. Yeah, at least not a state. So it's going to be interesting to see like how the car companies adapt and improve mm-hmm. their range because I think that's been my biggest question. Yeah, with electric cars, it's just range. I like to be able to go on road trips, and I don't yes. want to have to have another car. Even though that's going to give me a good excuse to have uh, a ProMaster or a, or a Sprinter, but at the yep. same time, I want to avoid that as much as possible until I can actually 
put it yep. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but that'll deal. be interesting. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think I would want to get a Tesla as well, but uh, mm-hmm. okay. I, I think uh, the Rivian is going to be my number one. That Rivian looks nice. Yeah. Would you lean towards a truck or would you go with like a, a Model Y or something like that? If you were to, I, I know, you know, it's a lot of money and what, uh, and, and, and potentially wish casting at this point, but just, you know, practically speaking, what would you lean towards if, if you were uh, in the market? Model X or the, uh, oh, the X. Yeah. Yeah. The X looks nice. It Those looks gold great. wings are pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The suicide wings. That's what they used to call it in rap songs back in the, the, okay early 2000s because of yeah. the, uh, the Lamborghini had those doors. So ah, okay, okay. <laughs> as soon as I saw the wings, I was like, yes, I love that. That's it. <laughs> That's you fantastic. sold me there. <laughs> but, uh, There's a yeah. Doug Demere video that, t- that did, they were talking about these Falcon wing doors. He's like, and he's opened them up and he's kind of making fun. I was like, Falcon wing doors. These look more like pigeon wings. <laughs> but he ended up coming out after and saying he really liked it, but he, he did a, a good like two or three minutes of just roasting <laughs> Yeah, the X, and I thought it was a pretty good, funny little video. And then he came in after. It's like, okay, let's be honest, this thing is actually really cool. But I, yeah, I gotta listen to that. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta send that to me when you get a chance to. Yeah, it's an old video. I'll link to it though. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. But yeah, uh, kind of curious about the the good job Apple article that you talked about. Yeah. So, earn more from gaming than Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Activision combined. That's yeah. So Apple, kind of, kind of like the biggest gaming company around, because according to Apple Insider, Apple earns more from gaming than Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, Activision combined. And and to those who don't care about gaming, Sony, Mi- Nintendo, and Microsoft are the three console manufacturers, so they make more than them. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I just thought that was like an interesting. Well, then, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. It, it goes to show. I mean, as a product person, uh, it goes to show how building an ecosystem is very important. Like, yep. if you build it, they will come. And mm-hmm. Apple has built a great ecosystem of just applications and specifically yep. games as well. And it's cool because every time I go on an Apple game, it looks so cool. You, I mean, whether it's Mortal Kombat or Need for Speed or something like mm. that or something else, it's just it's a great it's a great experience. My my nephews love to play Mario Super Mario Run. Mm-hmm. On on yeah. my uh on my phone, so I actually downloaded downloaded it for them. But it's uh it's great. I mean, it's it, they do a great job of just having a great ecosystem of games. Mm-hmm. And then uh yeah, Pokemon Go. When I used to play that, that was always awesome to play. Oh my goodness, that is a revolution. I picked that one back up here not too long ago, and then I was talking about the RS the uh, RSI stuff and twirling the uh, the ball to throw yeah. it. I I I did that for about a day or two, and I realized my hands started to ache. I'm like, why is my Ooh. hand hurting? I'm like, oh, it's Pokemon. I'm like, okay, I gotta delete it. And I was yeah. like, I was very excited, like, because one of my coworkers, I was walking by, and and she was playing, um, in the break room. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm playing Pokemon. And she kind of, kind of, you know, the little sheepish. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Pokemon. I'm like, I'm like. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> got my attention. So I'm like, I'm like, how is it around here? Is there any gems? And she's like. Oh yeah, there's a lot. I guess like open up. Oh yeah, there's a lot of gems. There's this and that. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta check this out. And then I tried it, and I'm like, ah, oh, it hurts my hand. I'm like, dang yeah. it. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. I know. Yeah, I used yeah. to play a lot. Uh, what? Um, like my best friend used to play with me all the time. Oh, uh, good stuff. Yeah, and then uh, he got married, and then he got his wife into it, and then I started dating, <laughs> and my I couldn't get my girlfriend at the time into it. My, mm. my wife now, 
So I just stopped playing it altogether. But uh, it was a great game. It was cool because, you know, like the whole uh, augmented re- reality concept mm-hmm. or just being able to take yourself into another place. I wish That's I cool had idea. that when I was a Yeah. I wish I had that when I was a kid. Like if I was a kid, if I was 10 years old, I would literally not do homework. I probably wouldn't have gone to college. I probably would have dropped out of high school because I would have been playing games all the time. <laughs> I've got to catch them all. I'm a Pokemon master, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Ash Ketchum. With mm-hmm. my hat and my 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 blue jacket and my uh, blue jeans. <laughs> Absolutely, Pikachu. Uh, I choose you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm, yeah, I was a Charmander guy. But you know, <laughs> uh, I was more of a Mewtwo guy. Mewtwo. Oh, was Mewtwo was sick. Yeah, the yeah. psychic Pokemon man. They were they were OP back in the day. They were. That's the only problem. Well, psychic and ghost Pokemon too. Yeah, I yeah. still love the ghost. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> way oh, off yeah. topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, let's see. I kind of want to chat about this whole Pixel 6 update. That, yes. That's interesting to me. Be- Five years of security updates, yes. Yeah, that's amazing because usually it's only three years. So I yes. thought that was a big thing right there. That's a commitment. That's mm-hmm. definitely a commitment, and I, and I like it. I think something that uh, phone owners and people who are just consumers were, are going to appreciate that because – absolutely. Five years of security updates, that's huge. That's not only five years of just phone updates, but five years of updates and the supply chain for software. And that just means like, hey, if this dependency breaks, we're going to, or this dependency actually has a vulnerability, we're going to make sure that you get your security update. And that's going to be five years down the road. So that's a huge, huge thing. And I, I like the move. I think it's really helpful for the Pixel 6. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it's huge because, I mean, for example, my Apple Apple does that, I think. Yeah, you're on a 6s and you just got the latest update. You have do you have iOS 15? I think you have access to it, even if you you may not downloaded it, but you could. Yeah, and yeah. so that's let's see, so that's seven, eight, 11, uh, 10s, 11, 12, 13. So that's six years of updates right there for you. Yeah, and I think that's huge because that will make Android more competitive to iPhone. And I am an Apple guy, but what makes Apple better is competition, and and this will make things better. This will make Apple have to be better because they can't just stand on, hey, you want to get updates, get an Apple. It's like, well, yeah, Pixel's going to do it, but it also make Samsung and the well, a lot of I think a lot of what Samsung and places like and people like that have issue with is it's less an issue of Samsung wanting to update, and I think it's more of an issue with Qualcomm not supporting um, yeah. more than a couple years worth. I think because. I think Samsung's more than happy to sell you a new a new Samsung Galaxy every two or three years because it doesn't have updates anymore. But um, I, there's some legitimate difficulty, which you may be able to speak more to being on the developer side, but there's some legitimate difficulty in getting those updates out if uh, Qualcomm isn't going to support it on older chipsets. Yeah, it's huge because the software development, like the supply chain for software is hard because yeah, you I might have a component that's from, like you, like, like you said, Qualcomm. Oh, and then there's another component that comes from another company, and there's another component that comes from company ABC and a company XYZ, and all these comp- uh, components come together to make this cell phone. And you have to make sure that anytime any one of those components has a serious vulnerability, that yeah. they get it patched up. But sometimes that company might just say, hey, we've already updated this software to this version, so that means that you have to update your software to that version and that 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 causes a lot of testing and and updates and you have to make sure that this is compatible with this so yeah. it's it's huge it's tough 
And it's hard when you don't make all the pieces, and Apple does make all their pieces, or the majority of their pieces, and that's why they can get away with it. Exactly. I think Pixel making their own processor is probably the big part. This, uh, what, Pinsir processor that they're doing on the Pixel 6? Yeah. I think that's probably a big part of how they're able to get away with being able to push these updates out, which I think is great. Again, it's like even if this processor isn't as good as Apple's processor because they don't have all the experience, if they can you know, get the security updates, that's already... If, if this processor is at least as good as what Qualcomm is doing, mm-hmm. getting the updates out there is already going to be a huge, huge step forward, and I'm really excited to see what, what Google does with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. And I think... I agree with you. I think Apple needs a competitor in the, the mm-hmm. cell phone space. I mean, they've been dominating for way too long. And it's funny because back in the day, I thought BlackBerry was going to be here and longer to stay. But they have uh, definitely fell down and fell away compared to Android and, and Apple. But yeah. I, I think this is going to make Google and Android a little bit more competitive with respect I to agree. Apple. Yeah, I love it too. It's it, competition is good, so let, let's get out, let's get out there and fight. I want I I don't want Apple to rest on their laurels. I want them to keep doing better because I like Apple and I'm an Apple guy, and I want yeah. Apple to get better, and I don't want them to to rest. So punch back, Google. Good luck. Let, let's right. let's go. Let's <laughs> we all win. On. Whatever you yeah. do, good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's crazy, but yeah, it's been a it's been crazy this week actually. I mean, it really has. Yeah, a lot of good news. Hockey came back yesterday. My Ducks won, so I was really happy. They played good the stuff. Winnipeg uh, Jets and they beat them. And then, uh, yeah, it's funny because as as I was listening to the game yesterday, I had this mm-hmm. crazy thought. And this is a crazy, silly project that I wanted to bring up to you and see if you were okay. uh, what you thought about that. But uh, so every time the Ducks score a goal in in, in Hana Center, their home arena. Uh, mm-hmm. They play a song called Bro Him by Pennywise. And it goes something like, okay. whoa. And I'll, we'll add a link to the, to the description of the, the podcast. But okay. the main point was they scored four goals opening night. And I just wanted to hear my Google Home uh, products just start to chant the song every time they scored a goal. That okay. Was, every time like the, the score, get a notification. And just hear a song blasting. And then if after the fourth goal, my wife is going to be like, AK, you got to stop doing that. You got to stop that. <laughs> it's not me. It's the smart home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the smart home is thinking for itself. It's automated. It's sentient. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so I started looking into it. It doesn't seem uh-huh. like it's so simple. But what would you think about that? Like uh, being able to kind of have, uh, I guess the best way to put it is smart home actions triggered from events from the real world world oh i think that's awesome i mean uh phillips you kind of messes with that a little bit i like with certain devices you could sync or at least i don't do phillips you but my understanding is you can sync it up to where if you're playing a, a video game you can have it where if you're getting you know shot in a first person shooter on a video game like the lights will blink red in your um in your peripheral vision or whatever like you can make all kinds of interesting interactions so yeah, yeah i think i think Especially on a, you know, you're having a Super Bowl night or whatever. If you have your your Google Homes or your Alexas or your, uh, you know, uh, HomePods or whatever, you know, ring out either tell you, oh, so and so scored or you know, or, or play the 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 marching band music of, uh, you know, from Spotify or whatever of your uh, of of the band of the team that scored or whatever. I think there's a lot of potential for something like that, and it could really 
get a mood going for a party or or just any game if you just want to have that going on i think that would be potentially really fun or it could be i mean you could have it set up for any number of things like weather alerts or whatever i mean there's a lot of potential to do stuff like that that would be beyond telling google to remind you at five o'clock to (laughs) take out the trash or whatever which not there's anything wrong with that but you know it's like there's so much more potential if you know how to dig into it yeah, and and I think that something like that, I think it's possible. You can just say, "Hey, Google, uh, good, it didn't turn on." But uh, <laughs> uh, a schedule uh, remind me to take out the trash at this time. But uh, yeah, it'd be crazy to like to have something like I don't know. I mean, say uh, say your favorite band was in town, and all of a sudden you got a notification, "Hey, Patrick, your favorite band's in town this weekend." Would you like me to order tickets? I'll oh, be, that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's gonna be my next home project right now. I think I'm gonna try to see if I could do that. Uh, I was I signed up for a Google Developer account. Well, I already have one. Nice. I, I just activated the the Google. Uh, I guess what did what did they call it? Google Actions or something portion of it where you can actually program it, and it seemed pretty easy. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll let you know how it goes. I, I mean, it seems like. And to be honest, I mean, coming from a developer background, it seems like it's going to be very low code, if not no code. And oh, by that's that, awesome. Yeah. That means anyone, they just need to click, click, click here. And then all of a sudden, you have pretty much automated actions in your home off of the Anaheim, Anaheim Ducks scoring a goal. And that'll be great. That'll be awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something interesting. What would you want to do it? I mean, would you want to set it up for, like, when your, your coin, your cryptocurrencies hit a certain price or... Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Or, hmm. I would have to get back with you on that because I'm not exactly sure. Because I'm very interested in that kind of stuff and I love automation, but I, I'm, I'm not very creative when it comes to home stuff. Like, I love automating my device. Like, uh, whatever, you know, the big reason why I downloaded the, the, the betas for iOS 15 was for focus modes and being able to, automate certain focus modes and things like that. I love that kind of thing. It's really easy for me to wrap my brain around software and how I want my device to work. Mm-hmm. But whenever it comes to home, it's like, okay, you know, I'm so in a 1950s mo- mindset <laughs> of, uh, of it's like, well, I need to sweep the floor. I need to whatever, whatever. It's like, what, you know, I have a Roomba and that kind of stuff, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's hard for me to break out of what, has always been versus well, hey, you know, like, like you just gave give you talking about having your Google Home give you the scores and whatever. I'm like, that way makes a lot of sense. That's really cool, and I, that kind of awakens me to possibilities. I need more smart home stuff if I'm going to do that kind of thing. But I, it definitely makes me want to think about it on ways I could, <laughs> yeah, use those things and make them better. Yeah, now it's interesting because uh, so we had we talked about the Casa smart plug. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, or a couple podcasts ago, and uh, I've been using that ever since I bought it. Like now, I say, "Hey, Google," just so you don't turn on. But yeah, turn on the atrium lights, and then all of a sudden, all the string lights that I added out there they turn on, and it's great. Like sometimes when I leave the house for several hours and we leave our puppy at home, I'll mm-hmm. just say, "Hey, turn it on at this time," so that she knows, uh, like she doesn't. She's just not in the dark, and it's great yeah. for that as well. So it's it's been cool, uh, and I kind of want to see what Indeed. else I could do with that. 
But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up and, and see what your thoughts were about that. I think it's very good stuff. I added follow-up for next episode so that we, we can uh, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else you want to chat about today? I don't think so. I th- There's a couple topics here left, but I think those are fine to carry over to next time or not. They're all pretty, pretty. Uh, I won't say timeless, but pretty easy to skip. So I would be fine with calling it there unless there's something particularly you wanted to talk about that we may have skipped no not at all i think uh i agree with you i think uh uh we'll we'll talk about some of these topics next week i think they're pretty cool to talk about but yeah we can hold hold off on that for right now one quick thing i'll just make a little blurb um Uh you know it's kind of old news now but uh apple is appealing the decision with epic uh shocker i guess so yeah (laughs) you know even though they claimed a resounding victory they are they're going to appeal the decision and to have a stay for some of the actions that the court called them to make i.e uh letting people do you know potentially link to other payment methods so likely uh We'll link to the article in Macworld that talked about it, but most likely that means there there's not going to be anything happening for at least next year, but possibly for you know indefinitely for a number of years. So shocker, you know, yeah, yeah. it's never cut and dry on these things. But yeah, I, I did want to, since we talked about it some last week, want to make sure at least I mentioned that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Interesting to watch and see if over the next couple of months and years. Uh, Indeed. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well. I appreciate you taking the time out of your week uh, you too. to chat up and talk. It's always fun to catch up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, so I mean, social social network information. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me AK at A E E K A Y on Twitter or A E E K A Y Tech on Instagram. And then Patrick, you can follow me. Game oh, Guy 2006, yeah. Dude. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you beat me to it. That, that was good. That was good. And then, um, yeah, uh, we want to thank, uh, once again, credits go to the poet, Avelino Pitts, for our intro music. And Love it. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, hope you all enjoy the rest of your weeks, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.